Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian, also hosts the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's on Twitter at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, how are you today? I'm good. Good to hear. Good to hear. I, I did see, by the way, the, uh, the the shooter in custody at Campbell Clinic. That's brutal, man. I, I just I just I it just came across my uh, my Twitter feed. Healthcare worker shot and killed by a patient at Campbell Clinic. Uh, I guess the police department got there at two. Um, I saw you ended up tweeting about it as well. Uh, no threat to the public. Looks like it's all been figured out, and people the 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 man has been arrested. But damn, man. Yeah, I don't know more than what I read in the right. Daily Memphian story by Abigail Warren, but um, it's apparently. I mean, here's shooter is sort of what, and then you do. You, uh, but at least from the story, it was a targeted shooter. Yeah. Uh, targeted. It was a targeted shooting. Um, and uh, a healthcare worker, I don't know if it was a doctor or nurse or whatever, um, was shot and, um, and I obviously feel, you know, sick yeah. for whoever that was, the identity has not been released, but yeah, it's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, another day in America. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see the details as they come out and I'll try to give it to folks as well. But Jeff, I, I just got done talking about the Northwestern situation. We talked about it a little yesterday. But Pat Fitzgerald now fired. I, I, I don't even want to talk about the hazing uh, sort of scandal in general at first, but it feels like ultimately, I, I want to get your opinion, Northwestern seemed to botch this, the administration. Like a, a two-week suspension turning into a, a firing after three days of, of the, the student newspaper uncovering different uh, graphic details about the hazing culture they had. That, that's just the, the Northwestern administration needed to get ahead of this and they didn't, and they've been embarrassing, I feel like, through this process. Yeah, I think, I think what happened there is uh, they got part of it right, which was they hired a law firm, an outside law firm, to do the investigation. And then they get the, they get the report. Um, they do the news dump on Friday. And then the part that they got wrong was they assume, and so many universities and, and uh, other institutions bungle this, they assume that 
all this will stay quiet, that they can keep it under wraps, yep. and, hey, we'll just make it go away as long as we dump the news on a Friday. Well, the Daily Northwestern is one of the best college newspapers in the yep. country, and good for them for the work those folks did um, because they immediately started to get the details. And so then you have the president backtracking, the president who originally said it's going to be two weeks for the head coach now says the head coach is gone and literally nothing changed except for it got out and there was a uh, appropriately outraged reaction to the lack of severity of the penalty. And so now, again, literally nothing changed except for the public reaction. And so when that when that is the case, um, that is bungling it. Yeah, I, I, I uh, good for them for at least changing their mind and recognizing the area, the, the error of their ways. But it's kind of remarkably arrogant and short-sighted to say in the first place that a two-week uh, suspension during the summer, by the way, a two-week suspension yep. during uh, that that was sufficient given the nature of the. Um, of the allegations, which which aren't even just allegations, because the the law firm already said that they've been substantiated. So um, they obviously they obviously blew it. Um, they're not the first to blow it, but it's remarkable how many institutions go down the same path. And so now they're in a place where they're keeping all the assistance, which for practical reasons I sort of understand. Where are you going to find a staff at this at this time? But it is a little bizarre that a lot of those same folks yep. were part of the part of the program that, you know, that presided over these, um, or at least was there in place during these hazing incidents to begin with. Yeah. I, I just, I, it's strange to me too. You have the president of Northwestern after three days, he went from saying that, that, uh, uh, Pat Fitzgerald could wipe his hands clean to basically saying that, no, I had a change of heart considering that, uh, that uh, the coach should always have a, a, a hold over what his program is, is doing. And he basically, it, it sort of looks like Pat Fitzgerald did what a lot of coaches do, which is another discussion that we had. You know, the, the locker room is the player space, and I don't deal with that. That needs to change. I feel like there's, like, through this whole thing, I think there's a lot of people talking about, well, well Pat Fitzgerald didn't really know what was going on. The the law firm couldn't find that he didn't know what was going on. But I think if we're going to make change, this, these type of things have to happen so guys can think twice about what's going on. And I don't think, uh, and I actually, I, I know for a fact that Northwestern is not the exception here. Like this happens at a lot of places right. around the country. I, I mean, you would know more about this than I, but it, I find it hard. The, the, the law firm, didn't say that he absolutely didn't know. They, they couldn't just couldn't establish that he did know. Right. Um, given the the way this – what is alleged, I find it a little hard to believe that he didn't know because what is alleged is that there was sort of a system, player screws up in practice or in a game, uh, they do a quote-unquote Shrek clap over the player. His name is then added to the list of players who will be then – sexually hazed in the locker room um there the, the evidently that one of the players took a picture of a whiteboard in the locker room where names were on the whiteboard i just don't believe the coaching staff if that's the what was happening if this was a, an isolated incident or several incidents or whatever but they may the coaching staff may not have known 
all the specifics of it, but I find it hard to believe that they didn't know the essence of that, that there was some sort of uh, hazing-type punishment being meted out to players who screwed up. I I, yeah. I, I find that hard to believe. And yeah. so, um, so anyway, um, and, and, and I, I think you're probably right. I mean, listen, there, there's been lots of, Lots of there's been hazing incidents here in, in Memphis and high schools in Memphis. Um, I heard Jason and John talking about this um, just the other day that uh, there's hazing at fraternities, there's hazing at sororities. Like the idea that we have stamped, I don't know why it's so hard to have stamp out hazing. There's something tribal and whatever about it. But it seems like as a society, we have sort of agreed that it's just crazy to humiliate people in order to have to join a, a group in some way, but the instinct to do it, whether it's in football locker rooms or in fraternities seems to be strong. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I believe you a hundred percent when you say that it, this didn't, isn't just happening at Northwestern. I do. I do hate sort of the meathead, the, the tough guy culture that people try to do. And it's just so strange. Like I, I, I want it to be stamped out, but I see a lot of people sort of uh, coming to Pat Fitzgerald's defense in a lot of ways. And I, I just don't know if we can continue to, to allow coaches to get off scot-free because they say they don't know about these things. <laughs> like if, if one person has to get fired for other people to think twice, do it. It's just, it's, it's frustrating for me having been well, in the it, football it, community my yeah. whole damn life and seeing these things in real time at times. And, uh, there's just these standers by that don't want to do anything. And oh, yeah. something okay. has the, to the happen. The interesting question is, is would you, if you had uh, come to Memphis and this something like this had been happening, would you have said something? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. would. Yes, 100%. I'm, I, 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 I never played that way. Uh, I'd probably go to coach. If coach doesn't say anything, he says, oh, the locker room's y'all's. I'll go to somebody else. Right. But when we're talking about naked Good. quarterback you, you center exchange and, and guys yeah. and guys getting dry hump for missing a sprint, what does that do for anyone? Like that's just what I can't. I I've never been able to understand about these things. And obviously, we've seen incidents go way further than this. It's funny though. Like think about military academies and the, the image you have of military academies and of the first year at military academies. Right. Right. If those things that we that you think about feel like hazing, right? Mm -hmm. Don't they at some level? No, not, yeah. maybe, maybe, uh, maybe not sexual or whatever. Yeah. And the idea, the idea is we put these plebes through this whatever because they come out tougher and they come out uh, and they come out bonded as a team. They've all endured this together. They've, and I, I'm sure there are people right now who are listening to me who believe that is a true, whether it's a football team or uh you know, or, or the army, um, that, 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 that exists. And it's a fine line, I think, between, you know, a, a two a day tough practices yes. or running with on full pack through, you know, the desert or, yeah. and that, and humiliation. Right. And I think that's probably somewhere in there where the line is to expect people to do things that are physically tough when you need them to be physically tough to do the job. That's fully appropriate and, and necessary. But to humiliate people in the process, I think that's where you get to something that, no, that's not necessary. You don't need to humiliate people in the process. You don't need to do that. And so I think that's the line, um, if I was to say where it is. But I think 
it gets crossed a whole lot. Yeah, I hate to, I hate to chuckle this way, but like I just I, I I'll move on after this. But I fail to see how holding down someone missing a sprint and dry humping them in the dark. I fail to see how that makes a man out of you. But hey, it is what it is. Talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on Twitter, Daily Memphian, and also the Jeff Calkins Show. Have you seen uh, the University of Georgia Athletic Association? Have you seen this story? They have demanded retraction from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution of a story written by Alan Judd that was entitled uh, UGA Football Program Rallies When Players Accused uh, Are Accused of Abusing Women. They've had 11 guys at this point who have remained on the team despite uh, violent encounters with women uh, being given to the police, to the university. I, I, I find it strange that this is the Georgia, considering they have a lot of water carriers, um, I find it strange that they're going after the one bad story that probably is written out of them out of 10. I mean, we probably out of 10, you probably have eight good stories. The other two are, are, are a little bit negative about the 300 uh, incidents of, of guys getting arrested right. for vehicles and the, and the sexual abuse that, that they have allowed to uh, sort of remain the guys that are accused of sexual abuse are allowing to remain the, uh, they remain on the on the roster. It's strange to me that that Georgia's trying to take this hard stance and get them to take away a story that ultimately I've, I've read it. A lot of it is based in fact and brings up examples well, of the past. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think when I tried to read the actual story itself, it's subscription only. Is it? Did you was it unlocked for you? Yeah, I, 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 I was I able to get it unlocked. Yeah, I, I was. So I didn't. I didn't read the actual story. I have no problem um, with the university or any institution, if a story is factually wrong, yeah. um, I think it's totally, you know, whether it's written by uh, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or ABC or the Daily Memphian or whoever it else, I have no problem with any institution calling up and saying, hey, that's wrong, we'd like a retraction, we'd like a correction, whatever else. And the truth of the matter is, is most news organizations don't have a problem with that either. I mean, it's, 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 it's why people have a corrections policy. And in the end, people may not believe this, but folks want to get this right. The, and so if there are things that are just wrong in there, by all means. Yeah. I think one of the difficulties is, is that football programs um, are so secretive, so lacking in transparency. Um, you know, we, 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 we know about, and it's been well chronicled, that Georgia has an incredible problem with reckless driving, speeding, that sort of thing, already led to death, um, and, but persists. Um, and do we ever hear what they do about the speeding, what sort of discipline is meted out to players um, who are on public scholarships at a public university who are you know, driving 120 miles an hour or whatever it is through a neighborhood? Do we ever hear? No. There's an utter lack of transparency on the part of Georgia and a sort of a, you know, I, I don't know. It's a, it, it's a, it's a bizarre uh, world where, you know, they, they, no one's supposed to know anything. So here you have a, a, a newspaper that's doing its job and is trying to uncover ways in which the program is out of control um, and, uh, and yet having said that, and, and I, and I respect that effort on the part of the Atlanta general constitution, if they got things wrong, yes, they have to correct those things that are wrong. I, I can't, I can't sit here. And in fact, here's what I would say. 
<laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If they got things wrong, they will. Um, now, there's a gray area there. Like, they, they, Georgia may say, well, it wasn't really sexual assault. It was just a little horse, you know, like horse or something. I mean, there may be gray area there. But um, but my suspicion is that if they got things wrong, um, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, if not retracting the whole story, will issue corrections because that's what respectable news outlets do. Mm-hmm. No question. Talking with Jeff Calkins. Uh, on to uh, big, better things. Better things. Uh, MLB All-Star Weekend rolling along. We had uh, Vlad Jr. win the home run derby. Do you think that is, is does the MLB do their All-Star Weekend the best? Like, which one do you enjoy the most? Well, I think the single best all-star event I'm trying to think if there's anything better I mean, the two best all-star events there's nothing really good in hockey um, I mean, <laughs> right. it's all fine they've, try, they've tried to switch fun. it up and do the three-on-three three and, and everything it's kind of dopey this three-on-two tournament's all right um the uh they, they, they this year was in florida and they had a whole bunch of crazy stuff the um it, hockey's fine but the, i think the two best events are the three-point shooting contest and the home run contest, right? I mean, those, uh-huh. those are the, 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 and those are the two best events. The games themselves aren't great anywhere. <laughs> I honestly think the three-on-three tournament is better than than baseball. I, I you know, I, I don't know. Like, but it, it is weird. Like, once upon a time, you would have baseball players who play seven innings. Right, like yeah. the starters would play seven innings. Now they're shuffling in and shuffling out. Nobody cares. Whatever else, there's no question. The highlight of the baseball weekend or the way the, the the event was last night. But I think those two are the most fun because eh, there's sort of a purity to them. I mean, you are hitting three. You know, it's not a matter of there's there's no debate unless you know that that these players are trying to you know smash it over the fence, and there's no debate that these players are trying to. Uh, hit three pointers, and so those are the two best events. Um, but I think I don't know. I, I think All Star, for whatever reason, I think All Star festivities have been diminished as in importance. But last night was fun. Yeah, the, the MLB All Star game. It's strange. I, I don't think it should decide a, a home field advantage. Yeah. But there was definitely it, it doesn't anymore. But yeah. uh, when when it did, I feel like there was a, a major draw. Comparatively, like consumers were were taking it in at a at, a, at a, a higher rate at that unfair. point. Only in a way that felt unfair, and it felt unfair, even more unfair than a one game elimination, you know, <laughs> yeah, than a one game right. playoff. Though that also feels vaguely unfair. 
I think if you're going to have stakes, it's fine to have stakes, but not stakes that, that, that feel unfair. Like if I, I don't know if I'm an AL team, why the hell? Cause players who don't even play on my team, why should they have determined whether I have home field or not? I, it never felt, it never felt just. And so, um, I get why they got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there is, there is at least a purity to baseball, like unlike football where the game is fundamentally different. Well, they've gone to like, flag football. And now of course they've gone to flag football, yeah. but even when they did right. 80% people play 80% football cause they don't get hurt in baseball. When it's a, a pitcher on a batter, it will be a hundred percent pitcher and batter like that, 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 face that that conflict will be as it is in a real game and so at least that's better than football mm-hmm. now last night Amani Bates just absolutely tore the Grizzlies limb for women alongside Sam Merrill so we had we yeah. had uh, they they got their payback I guess to a certain extent did did last night I, I I heard you talking about this earlier today did last night make you feel like the Grizzlies should have maybe taken the swing on Amani instead of Gigi or, or, god, or no. you didn't go no, that no, far god no okay no 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 did it did it listen I want good. I, I'm I'm perfectly happy to root for Amani. Um, Sam Merrill had a better game than Amani, though. Yes, so if you were going to regret eight three pointers, if, if, if you're going to regret one of the players <laughs> just based on last night, right? Uh, Sam Merrill was a Grizzly for what six games, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, but so, so no, I, I think Gigi. I'd rather have Gigi than Amani because. He has more athleticism than Amani, and because he he's younger he also he also he's younger. Um, they both had difficult, you know, single years in college uh, for one reason or another. Um, both sort of let the star stuff go to their head. I get the sense that it's a little more ingrained in Amani than it is in Gigi. Um, but no, I, I would rather I would rather have Gigi. Having said that, I do think you saw last night that Amani does have a skill that could ultimately put him in the league, even with his lack of athleticism and everything else. And that is, and we saw this in Memphis, he can shoot the hell out of the ball. Like he's, he, he took bad shots he, he, in college. He, he, he wasn't discerning. He wasn't a great teammate. Any of that, he was put in a bad situation. Penny made him play freaking point guard. Like the whole thing was ridiculous, but He's got a really pure stroke. Yes. And um, so I don't rule out the possibility that he could find his way onto an NBA roster someday. Connor and I were discussing this earlier. How do you like the relationship between Memphis and Amani Bates? I got, where do you where do you think that stands? Where does it stand for you at least? Oh I, I don't think there's I don't think there's any hostility there. Well, at least from Memphis towards Amani Bates. Really, towards from between Memphis and Amani? Well, no, 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 no. Between, I think, I think the fan base and Amani Bates, maybe to a certain extent. The fan base. You think the fan base, if you if they could vote, would you like Amani Bates to be successful or not? Would vote no. I'm not saying no. I think there's a. I think it would be a, a larger part of the fan base than than think, we may I think, think right this second. It's a failed experiment. I don't think it's. And to the extent that it's a failed experiment, I think people probably. Maybe I'm just projecting what I believe on the what on the fans. I think I think people probably think it's it's because of his father, and they think right, uh, it's right. sort of too bad. It's sort of too bad for Amani. I I don't think like honestly, I think there was more hostility at least at one point 
towards James Wiseman. Which is strange. There was to, to, then, to, then there was, it may be strange, but like James Wiseman, they, people desperately wanted him to play, and he chose not to play. Now, in the end, there wasn't even a tournament this year or whatever, and there's lots of reasons he chose not to play. The NBA was, I mean, the NCAA was screwing with him, whatever. But there was, I think, at its apex, much more hostility, misplaced or not, towards James Wiseman than there was Amani. I think people, here's what it comes down to. People feel hostility if they want you to play for their team and you choose not to, or coach their team and they choose not to. And James ultimately did that. He, he, he chose not to play for Memphis in that moment. No one cared when Amani left if he left. So it, it, this, this element of they want you to play for the team and they chose not, not to, to the matter is, I think if Penny would have had Amani back, um, certainly if his father was still around, he would have come back. So that's why there's less. That's why I think there always was less hostility towards Amani. It was more of a shrug and a hump. Too bad that didn't work. But I don't think Memphis fans dislike him particularly. Okay. Okay. Now, last thing for I mean, you. I think though, I don't think they dislike James anymore either. Really. Yeah, I think you know, that's. I think, I think that, that's that's far in the past, and the IARP investigation didn't do anything. Exactly. So yeah, I think I think we've let bygones yeah, be bygones. Was totally jerked around. It's a nice nice kid, total kid, but nice nice young man. Whatever. He's he's uh, totally jerked around, and I, and I hope he figures it out in the NBA. Now, last thing for you. Hot seat rankings come out from Dennis. It came out from Dennis Dodd's, Dodd on CBS Sports. Uh, Ryan Silverfield ranked a three. Pressure is mounting. It goes zero through five, untouchable, safe and secure, all good for now. Pressure is mounting. Start improving now. Winner be fired. He's at he's at a three. Do you do you tend to do you, do you agree with that or you think it should be a little a, a little of, high a three, of, which would mean it means pressure is pressure five pressure is the hottest of hot seats. Yes, What's pressure hot- is mounting is what three means. That's where Ryan Silverfield is. No, I think I think I think he should have been a three last year. Pressure is mounting. And then what's four? Start improving now. <laughs> yes, it's clearly to four. I mean, come on, man. Right. He's absolutely to four. Start improving now. I think the reason, though, that 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 I wouldn't even – I think the best thing Ryan has going for him is they should be good given the schedule. You yep. know, I think that's the best thing he has going for him. So, But it's clearly to start improving now. I mean, 100%. Like, if he has uh, – you know, if he wins six games, he's fired. <laughs> you know, yep. he just is. Now, I don't think he's going to win six. I don't just six. See, games. but then I was having this debate yesterday. What does seven mean? What does seven well, that, mean? That gets into. Uh, that's why I said six. <laughs> right. That's yeah. why I, said, I, I picked the obvious. No, yes. this isn't okay. working. Yes. He's fired. And by the way, though, six is not in the grand scheme of Memphis crappy season. No, it's not bad. It's it's not a it's not a this is not a Larry Porter level season. It's not a. You know, some of the Rip Shear seasons, six wins is eh, sub-media, you know, mediocre. But at this point, you can't have um, sub-mediocre. So I think six gets him fired. I think beyond that, so much depends on context, you know, um, um, all, all kinds of things. Injuries, stadium motivated alums, not motivated alums, you know, relationship, like oh, there's all kinds, someone has to come up with money. Like there's uh, who's, who else is out there. There's all stuff that would kind of stuff that would go into it if it's, if it's seven. But I think, 
I think improve whatever the hell that one was is clearly the right one for you. I, I think seven and eight. I, I, somebody was telling me they think that there's a, a thought of firing at seven. Seven and five, and obviously, I think they, it all depends too. After that, how does a bowl game look? Do they look like they're 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 yeah, attacking it? Do you it think the rest of a bowl but, game? But though. again, and seven and, I think seven, seven or five, eight. I will say this: there's already a and there's already a distinct lack of enthusiasm for yes. that program, and seven and five would just perpetuate. The lack of enthusiasm. Yes. I, I think I think that's fair, but I don't think that's fireable. Yeah, I don't think that would be a fireable offense going into next year. Depending. Uh, yeah, it's yes. Probably, <laughs> it probably isn't at Memphis, given the financial situation. There is nuance that we're not adding, and I understand that because we haven't seen games played. But seven, I seven, seemingly it would be I, safe. If you if you really care about Memphis football, if you really care about Memphis football, and you believe that it can and should be what it once was. He should be fired at seven. Okay. All right. After this many years. After this okay. many years. Not not seven if he just won ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that would be different. But for this coming off two year, six and six year? seasons. This year, yeah. If he wins seven, it's if you really believe in the vision that is Memphis football, then seven should get would get you fired. But but I'm, I I don't know what would happen. And obviously, I'm hoping and I believing that he will win north of seven. He will win yeah. north of eight. You know, I think it's a nine-win season, and I think he'll be safe. But yep. in terms of pressure mounting, yes, it should be, or be better soon, or whatever the heck that one was. <laughs> I, I'm picking that one. Yes, pressure mounting. Pressure I mounting. I think he would say be what? Be, what what's the next no, one? He, uh, start improving now. He would say that. I mean, he, he says, say he says it all the time. In front, I mean, whenever right. he gets in front yeah. of a mic, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm saying what Ryan's saying. Start improving now. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I hear you. Well, Jeff, appreciate it, man. We'll do it again tomorrow. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on Twitter, Daily Memphian columnist. You can find all of his work at dailymemphian.com, and you can find his uh, radio work, 9 to 11, right here on these airwaves, 92.9 FM ESPN. Now, Oxbow is a family-owned and operated retail store that's been making waves in Memphis and East Memphis for over a decade. They have Memphis-themed gifts and tees. I will put you on. They have the best vintage tees for Tigers and Grizzlies. Get over there. Check it out right this second. But also... With the tournament coming up at TBC Southwind, they have a one-of-a-kind collection that they want to give to you. That would be the Hush Y'all collection. They have hats, shirts, polos. Get over there and check it out. 964 June Road off Poplar on June Road behind the Amico stations is where you can find that two-story storefront. Beautiful. Um, They have Earl the Dog in there that make you feel at home. Make sure you go pet Earl the Dog. And talk to their friendly staff because their friendly staff will point you in the right direction. They also have vintage vinyl, sports memorabilia, hunting and outdoor gear for the adventurous souls. They have everything for you there. Uh, They have your SEC favorites, Arkansas, Tennessee, uh, Alabama, you name it. They have it. Their top summer brands, I have to put you on Gentile. I love Gentile. I wear it on the golf course. I wear it out when I'm trying to look casual. Go get that Gentile apparel. Also, Free Fly, same idea. Fair Harbor, Duckhead, Mizzen, and Maine. Get over to Oxbow, 964 June Road, and check out all of their Great, great clothing. Now, 964 June Road, off Poplar, on June Road, behind the Amico Station is where you can find that storefront. But go to their online storefront as well. You can get all of the things on that online storefront shipped anywhere in the U.S. of A. It would be shopoxbo.com. And when you go to check out, I try to give back 20% discount if you put in my promo code, The Gabe Show. All caps, one word, G-A-B-E, The Gabe Show, to get 20% off at shopoxbo.com. Whether you're searching for that perfect outfit, unique gifts, vintage vinyl, sports memorabilia, hunting essentials, 
make sure you get over to Oxbow. Shop local, shop Oxbow. Now, I just got done talking with Jeff about the uh, hot seat rankings from Dennis Dodd. We'll discuss those when we return right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 929 FM, ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. It's Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day. Connor, you, you getting some deals? Uh, go attack some deals. I, know, be 100%. I know my fiance is going to just attack them. What I will probably do, it's going to be a super Connor answer. I will find deals on movies if possible. Because on movies, so yeah, like, okay. well, because uh, like for instance, last night I wanted to watch Jerry Maguire, but it, I had to right. rent it. So I'm hoping today, maybe because it's Prime Day, maybe it's going to be a little knockdown. It won't be, I don't think. I shouldn't. No, <laughs> because whenever. <laughs> It's every time I want to watch something. I, I pay for all these streamers, and, you, and every time I want to watch something, it's not on any of them. And you brought this up. 7-Eleven Day, are they still doing the 7-Eleven? I'm free not sure. Slurpees? And I do haven't we, seen is it. Is there a 7-Eleven in Memphis? That's probably the best question. Is there that, probably is. is. I don't know where it's at. You know the gas station on Highland on campus? Yes. I think that's the closest to a 7-Eleven that we but have, think, but it's not one. But yeah. we used to go there to get slushies all the time. Yeah, but no, they don't. Have, I don't know if there's a 7-Eleven I don't Anywhere know. Near. I can't think of one. Well, listen, do you I think maybe know. all the Grimace milkshake videos scared them <laughs> off from doing it? Uh, by the way, I was <laughs> it was late last night. I was done recording my podcast, and I had to stop by McDonald's, and that Grimace shake was staring at me. I didn't end up getting it. I didn't end up getting it. I couldn't do it. All, was, of, all of the horror stories. <laughs> I was at McDonald's last Tuesday, a week ago, actually, extremely hungover and buying McDonald's, and I was looking at it, too, and I was just like, I can't do it. I, did, I just didn't want to. Not for me. Yeah. You can only get it a medium. I learned that last night, but no, I didn't. I did not. Uh, I did not partake. Eminem McFlurry. That's my. Know, move. know what the best thing they've done lately? McDonald's. We're a little bit off topic. Putting the Big Mac sauce in the sauce packet, selling it that way. They Wait, do that now. Yeah, they do that now. Yeah, oh. they give you sauce packets. Look you have to pay for them though. They are. They're like a dollar a piece. Put it in uh, the <laughs> stores, real. like the Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah. Now, Dennis Dodd from CBS, um, friend of the show, friend of the show. Uh, has put out his hot seat rankings for the preseason, and Ryan Silverfield's a number three. And if you've been following what Dennis Dodd does every year, it goes zero through five. Zero is untouchable. One is safe and secure. Two is all good for now. Three is pressure is mounting. Four, start improving now. And then five, winner be fired. Pressure is mounting. There's 16 coaches that fall into this category, Ryan Silverfield being one of them. Now, looking at that, I don't mind the designation. Um, start improving now seems like a fair fair place to be. We've we've seen the bowl streak stay uh, stay in, intact. Uh, you've seen a lot of different things um, that may may look a little more negative um, considering where the program was with Mike Norvell. Um, but there's been a level of of flattening and plateauing, if you will, under Ryan Silverfield. Now going into next year, I think I think start improving now is absolutely the right designation. I, I had a dis- disagreement, Connor, and I want you to try to settle this for me to a certain extent and give your opinion on it. I had a disagreement. Six and six, I certainly think, would be, um, you know, if you're the administration and you're looking at it, maybe a fireable offense. Three, six, and six years in a row, um, not not doing well in conference, especially with the the, the, the conference slate you're going to have going forward with new teams added. I don't think that would be enough. Seven wins is an interesting 
is an interesting proposition. I'm not sure. I am of the opinion if you get to seven wins, um, obviously it depends on how the bowl game goes. Um, and if you look terrible in it, maybe maybe we in your seven and six at the end of the year we could we could revisit the discussion. But I think seven wins still is relatively safe. I know fan football the Memphis football fans don't necessarily want to hear that, um, considering the 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 slight downturn we've seen, the relative downturn we've seen. But I think seven wins is is a very interesting precarious position to be in. I don't think it leads to a firing, but it may move up uh, if, if we're going by Dennis Dodd's rankings. I think it would move from uh, pressure is mounting as a number three to a four, start improving now, or maybe even a five, win or be fired. No, I uh, I actually very much agree with you. I've had the opinion for a bit now that if he goes six and six, it's probably time to move on because that would show a bit of a plateau with the program. If he wins seven, you're like, and I mean, I, I guess argue, it's better. I would but, argue you know. seven and five versus six and six in the old conference is about the same thing. Six and six in this new conference would be a, a step down. Can't do it. I don't. Yeah, can't, can't do. I mean, six when you just six. look at the when you look at the 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 schedule, you should start three and zero oh if you're serious about winning. Bethune Cookman, Arkansas State, Navy. It should be three and zero. Oh. Then you're going to get into that tough area of the schedule with Mizzou, Boise State, Tulane. If you can somehow will yourself to a win in one of those, you feel good about where you're headed. I still think, considering the back half after that, UAB, North Texas, South Florida. Charlotte, year one under Biff Poggy, uh, SMU, who who took a downturn last year with Rhett Lashley, and then at Temple to end the year. I still think this should be an eight nine win team, considering Agreed. what they've brought in in the transfer portal. You have a lot of different guys that have experience at the Power Five level, and you have to show you have to show that that they have that experience and they can translate that to the AAC. It's about player development and what you can get out of those guys. They've done a, a lot of things across the O line. Um, bringing in various Power 5 transfers, LSU, Texas A&M, to name a couple. Uh, you bring in Marcus Henderson, uh, who's, a, who's formerly of MUS. He was at Arkansas on the D-line. You bring Josh Ellison. He's an Oklahoma transfer. You have a lot of different guys that should be able to produce right now. You seemingly have the depth going forward. I'd say sort of the one of the biggest question marks going into next year that a lot of people uh, understand is – Pass catchers. You lost your top four pass catchers. We right. don't have to hide behind that. What did they, what did they try to do? They tried to get Toski Dove from Mizzou. They tried to get Demir Blankumsi from uh, 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 Toledo. They've tried to uh, fill in the cracks there. I don't know what the depth's going to look like. Rock Taylor's been on campus for a while. They expect a lot out of him. But that, on the offensive side, along with the O-line, is probably the biggest question mark for me. But I do think, going into next year, this is going to be – more of a defensive-oriented team than in the past. And I get where that prospect could scare a lot of folks because the peak of the powers of this program in a lot of ways, outside of 2014, the, the Miami Beach Bowl year, with that defense was fantastic with a, with a growing offense, a lot of talent on that side, but hadn't really developed yet. It's scary to think about the peak of this program being so offensive-based and transitioning to where maybe it, it'll be more keep away and, and trying to lean on that defense and their experience. Would the fear there be, though, because last year they got up so many times and then they kind of switched to that last mindset? Last two years. That, that, there's a bit of fear in that, in that being the overall mindset of this team, you know what I mean? Because and even last it just, year, it you felt had, like so many games they lost where they should have just put their foot on the neck, and, and they didn't. And last year, 
there was the hope that that defense would be dramatically improved. I think they have more talent this year. Simeon Blair coming in, thirty some odd game start at Arkansas. He was a captain. Malik Feaster, like you have uh, a lot more in the defensive backfield, a lot more up front. Um, and they brought in some backers as well. They're just more deep on the defensive side of the ball. You thought the defense was going to be improved last year, and it wasn't for the most part through the first half of the season, and that was a struggle still. I think a lot of Memphis fans have a little bit of uh, PTSD in trying to talk up the defense and it not living up to expectation. I, 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 I think, think it's that's fair. fair. Yeah, yeah. but Matt Barnes I really do have a lot of hope in. I, I think he can, he can turn that thing around. You saw a lot of hints of it down the stretch of last season, even with – in my opinion, a defensive line that didn't have near as much depth as they're going to have this year. And they sort of got run over at times. But um, we'll see what happens. But Ryan Silverfield, a three, according to Dennis Dodd's uh, uh, hot seat rankings, which means start improving now. Now, small talk is on the way. We'll do that on the other side right here on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. Now, I have an easy prompt here for small talk, and it's it's very simple after watching the Home Run Derby last night. Is it time to pull kids out of the outfield trying to go, uh, they're, they're shagging balls, they're trying to catch the balls out there, should we get them out? Of, there's a viral video going around Vlad Guerrero versus Randy Rosarena in the final round. Vlad Guerrero pulls one to left right before or right after launching a home run and a kid gets his glove up and it just nails him in the face. They had to get him off the field and they attended to him and I'm sure there was some medical staff that had to go check for a concussion for the poor kid. But it's been a long long time since I've seen something like that transpire. And when I was a kid I always wanted to be one of the kids out there participating in that. But I think there's a clear skill issue here that we have to address. He had his glove up. It was a Sandlot situation. It was Smalls. It was Smalls. He had his glove up, and Vlad just mashed this ball. It didn't get out of the yard, but it just nailed this kid right in the face. Honestly, I question his survival skills now. You know, if you have a line drive coming at you, maybe move. But, like, also we have – I mean, I don't know how old these kids are. I mean, they're probably uh, right there, 10, 11, 12, that type of age. These dudes, their exit velos at this point are like, what? Over 100 <laughs> miles per hour? They're smoking the ball at these kids. I this this is the first kid to get it's been a while smoked. it's, it's been, been a long time that's why like I don't I don't I don't think, I think we should someone get. said fourteen years since we've had an incident ah, like then that we we shouldn't get rid of it <laughs> yeah, we no, shouldn't get rid of it. it it happens but damn maybe what they need to do is just you know have like a throwing session and be like they got to make sure these kids can <laughs> they need can, to test them just have them stand in front of like a like a BP arm <laughs> like a batting practice machine like uh what 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 movie is it Happy Gilmore and just see oh, if they yeah. can catch it. 364 days till just hockey Just put some catching gear I, on if they get smacked in the face, I mean, you're these, out. These kids need to, I don't know, we need more skill out there. Put a helmet on skill out, Maybe. That might be a face Honest, mask yeah, on Yeah, face mask, helmet. Yeah, the, the soft, what the softball players wear, <laughs> throw that on them. There's no problem with that. That, little kid, that kid got smoked. Got smoked. Did you see the actual it was hard picture? To watch. It was hard to watch it live, though, too, and then uh, seeing this. <laughs> it was hard to watch okay, it live, listen, but the replay wasn't hard to listen, watch. Listen, do I laugh a little bit? Yes. Then I say sorry later. That's what I did. <laughs> That's what I did. It was hard to watch a kid fall down, though. He and, was like, fine. Hold his face. Once I f- found out he was okay, the picture came out. He's got a fat black guy, but now he's got a good story. I'm sure they did something for the kid because he got smoked by Vlad Jr. I mean, it, if I, you're going to get hit by somebody, get hit by the winner. Yes, Lesson and it, in life. It probably I didn't I didn't see the did, is there a picture of the kid after? Yeah. It's Oh, did it's he a, have it's a black guy. 
Did he have any? Uh, no, I didn't. I think he may have gotten cut. A, I think he has a little cut underneath his eye from probably one of the laces because it was moving a thousand miles an hour when it hit him. <laughs> um, but he seemed okay. He seemed all right. But yeah, we have dudes with these ridiculous exit velos, just yanking these balls right at these kids. I, I, that's that's scary stuff. Now, um, I, I do want to bring this up because uh, what, what Bar, Barbieheimer or Oppen Barbie? What, what, what it's coming Barbenheimer, up soon. Please show some Barbenheimer respect. is coming up soon. I saw this story, and you think about this differently than me. Margot Robbie has on set of Barbie or on set of Barbie. It's uh, they they're they're done they're done they're done handling all of the the uh, shooting shooting. But she said that everyone Ryan Gosling said everyone had to wear something pink on a pink day, and if you didn't, you were fined. And now, granted, the fines went to charity, but that's I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It's not that hard to find a pink shirt. Margot Robbie's a lot more rich than a lot of these folks. I mean, I guess she wasn't it's not pocketing that hard. it. I know, but at the same time, like, why do we have to find people that may morale. not make as much for morale? Just to show you have the Barbie spirit. Do you know how easy it is? Do you know how easy it would be to find? I don't a own pink a pink shirt? shirt. I don't own a pink shirt. I'll tell you that right now. I don't. I used to. Don't have one. Do you have a pink shirt? Of course, I have the a repertoire? pink shirt. I don't have I've got pink multiple shirt. pink shirts. I don't have a pink shirt in the repertoire. I've got multiple. I have shirts See, with I'm pink fair, in them. I'm fair skin, light skin, pale skin. <laughs> got to go pink. That usually is not. That does not look good. Usually. Okay. Okay. First off, I'm gonna be self conscious about that forever now. <laughs> Thanks for that, Gabe. I appreciate that. Shout out to you. Just like when you met my fiance and she said you had beady eyes. Yeah. What was that about? She's 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 a she's she was ready for war. She's a she's a. Uh, She's bombastic. She's uh, she's, she's intense. Bombastic. She's intense. She apologized man. for it to her credit. Yeah. Well, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Not just like later. Well, she, I think she was trying to say something different, but beady eyes came out, and I was like, "Whoa! I got pretty eyes." No, she. I mean, I've got I, calming eyes. She's she's a she's a fireball, brother. She's a fire. <laughs> that's why I love her. That's she why I love take, her. She could take you on. I'm gonna tell you yeah, that. No, she can beat you. She we can have beat one. You down. We have one more hour left in the show, and we're gonna start it with Christian Fowler. That'll be on the other side, as is customary on a Tuesday, right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers. Say play 92.9 ESPN. Tonight, I've got a bonfire at the lake with friends. First, I need a spritz of my off clean feel. My summer style is all about fun and not about... I don't need Mosquito Bite Red clashing with this crochet top. It's purple. It's bright. I could definitely pair it with my Amethyst eyeshadow palette. Best part is, ugly mosquitoes won't be messing with my fiery vibes. With Off Clean Feel, I've got eight hours of not sticky, fragrance-free protection. Get your pre-party protection on with Off Clean Feel. SC Johnson, a family company. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with, like, basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through July 30th, new customers can get 200 megabit per second internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $35 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. 
Regions Bank presents Live at the Garden at the beautiful Memphis Botanic Garden. Friday, July 14th, Live at the Garden welcomes the Brothers Osborne. Don't miss the Brothers Osborne with special guest Ingrid Andress. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. More info at LiveAtTheGarden.com. Also presented by South State Duncan Williams, AutoZone, True Green, Gossett Motors, The Lily Company, Pro Show, and Mahaffey Events. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellis, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.